Hello, everybody. It's Cheap Show time again. I've got no energy and Paul's a mess. I am not a mess. How dare you? I'm just emotionally distraught I'm because why? I went, did you, I didn't, I noticed you didn't go to Jimmy Biscuit's funeral. Right. Why didn't you go? There wasn't that many of us there. There's only me, a mysterious figure in black, <laughs> Paul, and Listen, uh, the vicar. Bring me the head of Jimmy Biscuit's and then I'll go to his fucking funeral, all right? All right. Okay. So I, they- I refuse to believe that someone of his level of expertise, and experience in the field, and just determination, right? Would would find a way out of that explosion. Well, all we know is that that building was completely destroyed, and they didn't find his body. And so, police have decided that he is dead. He's probably gone up to the stratosphere. Do you mean up to the stratosphere? <laughs> That's what he'd say. Don't you dare do Jimmy Biscuit's <laughs> I, voice. I, I went up to the stratosphere. He, anyway, I, I got what, up you there, haven't answered I my question. Up, I went up to the stratosphere. You haven't answered my question. Scones. Oh, oh. we're two minutes in and I want to punch you. <laughs> so why didn't you go to the funeral? Because I hate Jimmy Biscuits. Is that what you want me to say? Mate, why didn't you go? What because I'm trying reason? to push my character, Don McNubbin. All right, you want to bring Don McNubbin in, do Don, you? come uh-huh. over here. I, I said I'm Don McNubbin. How you doing? I, uh, I ate a gherkin. I, uh. Already, I know this is the worst episode of Cheap Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk to me, Paul. I'm Don McNubbin. Hi, Good to Don. Meet you. Tell us a bit about you. Ah, well, that's a long story. A Good. Long right, we'll, story. Save for another, we'll save it for another time then, shall we? All Ladies right. and gentlemen, welcome to the Economy Comedy Podcast Cheap Show. Should I go now? I would love you to go. Where do I go? I... There's a door there. I'm Don McNubbin. Yeah, I know. I go. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Bye. Hey, Eli. Yeah. Your character hmm? added nothing. Well... He's here now. I know. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast for your ears with me, Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. Hello. Welcome back. Here's the theme tune. Let's put that in now. Bye. (laughs) No, not bye. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Hello, are we, we back, back again. The, back we are. The theme, the song. theme song has now ended in all its glory. Welcome to Cheap Show, uh, the Economy Comedy Podcast. I said that already. It's where <laughs> we go keep... for the bargain bins, the charity shops, and Poundlands of Great Britain, and bring you the Is treasure. That it? Now, that's what it's. That's the what the list has come to. What? It's just truncated to that. Every time we try and elongate it, a factor in every possible. I'm trying to elongate something. Go on. <laughs> go on. Well, my I'm knob. You, it's, I'm my, you... it's obviously my knob. Is it? Elon, I've got one of those squeezers. Eli's new book called "It's Obviously My Knob." <laughs> I've how, got one of those. To get it out in public, I've got one of those pumps they sold in the old uh, old porn mags. What does the pump pump do? Elon gates your dick. Does it though? It doesn't. Really. Or does it just really make it, it look like an egg it. for a bit? <laughs> does it make it look <laughs> like an egg? It just all makes it swell up like a little egg. Oh man! Yeah, like a uh, like, like a, one of those round courgettes. No, like a duck egg. <laughs> it makes Why a, a duck? 
Nice big egg. Isn't I it? had some duck eggs the other day. Right. Bit fishy. Bit of the waterfowl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we had An those. Air of the... Didn't we? Weren't they duck eggs we had on Digitizer? Oh yes, the century the, eggs. The, the, but they the were fermented duck eggs. Duck eggs. Yeah, they, they did were... have a sort of fishiness, a oh, fishy mate. oiliness. About I just got them. a horrible wave of nausea coming really? thinking about that. It was the creature. Uh, no, no <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even put anything in his mouth. It's funny. It's just the memory of it is alone enough to it, make yeah. me feel quite horrible. I did not care for those. But, no, you know they were very very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> creamy <laughs> it's the creaminess yeah. <laughs> anyway thank you all on the subject I'm moving on all right. thank you very much for uh, uh, the kind words people said about the Cheap Show Awards episode uh, there were some lovely emails that came in off the back of that you know just it was lovely to do and it, I know it was a little bit different but we loved had a little it. bit of fun doing it loved it Paul loved and it. also it helped us tie up some loose ends plot wise in the lore of Cheap Show and uh, hopefully create a few more ones to come hey li- reader listener viewer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, nice to see Grumpy Sessions getting some work. Oh, poor old. Gr- well, you know, he didn't. We didn't pay him for his performance. No, no, well, we, we didn't s- even tell him there was a microphone in no, his we house. Spied on him. Yeah, that was just, all real grumpy. We just put a microphone in his house and left it running. Do you know, Paul, that um, my relatives refer to doing a poo as squishing a grumpy? No, it's a good one. Though, but now it? everything makes sense yeah, with you. Squishing a grumpy. Eli, I thought all your family sound like Zippy. Eli. <laughs> Did you squish out a grumpy? I certainly did. Yes, Papa. It was a. I, don't, I can't do the voices. <laughs> I'm going to get Don back. If you... No, 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 he's no. Right, we're all right. We're moving on. He, got, I, he was in his Uber. I saw him leave. Oh, right, he's he's gone. gone now. Yeah. He's all right. He's Fuck gone. Gone out. forever. He's gone forever. <laughs> a brief yeah. and fleeting new entry to the Cheap Show wiki page of characters, <laughs> right? Which I just discovered existed today. Paul, yes. what do we have coming up on the show today? Well, on the show today, Mr. Mm. Silverman. We have a packed show. Two segments we've not really done properly in a while. We are doing Eli's Platter, Silverman's Silverman's Platter, Silverman's Platter, and we are also doing a Paul's Pleasant Pastimes. It's a Gannon's Golden Games, everybody. It's a Paul's Pleasant Pastimes, where I I can make that sound annoying. I know, you can. I can make anything sound annoying. You do, and you regularly do. All right, if you want to do pastimes, I'm working on some weird way to say that already, in my mind. The the hard P's put me off that, so... well, it, Paul, oh, here's an idea. Yeah. Don't do anything, you dickhead. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. All right. And uh, on today's Gannon Golden Games, we're once again dipping into a board game based on a 1980s game show TV property. So there is that to look forward to. There if is that is indeed. your thing. There is. How are you doing? Got anything else? <laughs> no, I've got right? nothing. It's kind of, I'll tell you what, after we did the awards episode, it felt like a weight came off my shoulders because I know there's only six episodes now to 200 yes. but that's still a month or so away you're peeling back the the fetid fecond beef curtain of the show yeah you're i'm peeling back the withered tight foreskin withered and tight yeah the withered <laughs> <laughs> what about century egg we're peeling back the century egg <laughs> of cheap show yes to reveal its innermost in no i know what you mean though paul i've um I feel spent. Mate, you know what we haven't done week. in a while? And you brought it up in the Patreon pod we did earlier. Hmm. Let's pop outside the podcast. Just just for the hell of it. Really? Do you want to just what pop now? out? See just, what's going on just, up there. Just pop out the podcast. Okay, come on. Right, hang on. Up here. All right, hang on. Oh. Oh, it's nice out here, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's more like a... 
an endless void, though. Look, if you look all the way down there, yeah. there's all the unused segments from the beginning of the show. Just floating around in, in, in the cosmic Disconnected. stardust. Look, I think there's... I think that's John Cunnyhole riding on one of the segments. Yeah, John Cunnyhole. What does he look like? I, I can't make know. him out. What does I he sound like? Do you remember anything about John Cunnyhole? <laughs> but he's just over there. He's riding around on one of these loose flying segments. What segment is that? Oh, it's the uh, Take a Break segment where we looked at magazines yeah, for a bit. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's yeah, been decoupled from and the then, rest of the, uh, the segment. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. it. It was a depressing segment. Look at it swirling around. It's, it's quite trippy. Beautiful. Oh. It's sort of, I'm getting trailbacks off the and, uh, uh, off the segment flying in the air. Yeah. Oh, oh it's nice and hard and, isn't it? Nice and. Well, well don't look at that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit excited about no, being outside no, the I'm podcast. Not talking about your dick, Paul. Why not? Like, can we not have any dick talk outside the podcast as well? Do you want that to be a new rule? No dick talk outside the podcast. I just think we've got some fresh air. We're breathing in the void of outside the podcast. Yeah. And I was just saying, the top of the podcast yeah. has got a nice hard white. A sci-fi vibe to it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, like an egg. Like an egg. <laughs> like an egg. <laughs> it is like in many yeah. ways. This show is like an, an egg, egg. and yeah. we're on top of the egg. It's egg-like f- segments stretching to infinity. It's a here. fragile yet ironically strong shell. Do you know what it smells like outside the uh, podcast as well? For me, it's sulphur. It's a slight tinge of sulphur, but there's a rose, rosewood as well. Uh, there's rosewood, like a kind of um, like, like a, a fireplace. Yeah, crackling fireplace. Mm. Mm. I like it. I don't want to go. There's back. a slight breeze Eli, up here. I don't want to go back to the podcast. Don't, well, you're going to have to come back. I don't down. want to go back to it. I like Shall it. I go, I'll go back down. And let you have a moment. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Is that let you go. Down. Do? Yeah. yeah. Wait, see you in a bit, Eli. All right. Bye. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's lost it, everyone. (laughs) He can't take it anymore. Oh, I do like going outside the podcast. All right, let's go back in. Well, I am back in already. I'm talking to them. (laughs) Oh, I wonder when Paul's going to join me back in the podcast. I'm just closing the hatch. Okay, come back down, Paul. Oh. You got it out of your system? Yeah. All right. Oh, so I feel better now. <laughs> Good. Right. Shall we crack on with today's Let's podcast? Let's do it. Let's do it because we're the only podcast that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> See you guys after the sound effect. Yes, yes, yes. It's time again for Silverman's Platters. This is where I felch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This- <laughs> Here we go. Felch. This is where you felch what? I don't felch. What don't you felch? What, are, what is not being felch I was looking now? for a word of sort of looking through stuff and felch How about came to mind. you do the phrase, I was looking through my records <laughs> yeah. and I found... Yeah. It's the part of the show where I look through my records Fucking hell. and uh, I select things that are of interest to me and you, the listening public, and hopefully to you as well, Paul. Well, every now and then I like to join in. Oh, right, good. So... Silverman's Platters is a segment that has a patron saint. I was hoping you'd bring him and, up. And we're going to call him now. Here we go. And just for his bit. Okay, so Silverman's Platters, who's... Uh, oh, fucking hell. Silverman's Platters, patron saint of the segment, Clyde McFatter. Clyde! Hello. Good. Now on with the show. <laughs> I have got a... I can't remember my voice for him. And it doesn't matter. It he doesn't, doesn't have matter. a voice. He doesn't have a voice. But... I did. So why'd you call him? You know, I've played you that Clyde Fl- McFlatter tune. Yes. Let the Boogie Woogie Roll. Yes. Which is a storm. Excellent tune. But he also was doing work into the soul era, which what, is 60s. Yeah. Okay. 
And there's a, a Northern Soul classic, which was his, his as well, called... I can't remember, but I'll come back to you on this. All right, we'll come back to that one, because... Mm. I'd like to know. Yeah. Right, so what have we got? What's the theme for today, if there is one? Or is it just, you know, an, an average random bag? It's grab? got a bit of bit of everything. We've got uh, one kid's record and... Uh, oh, we should start with that one, actually, I think. Yeah. yeah. And two Moog. 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 Dare I say it? Moog. Yeah, I yeah. say it. Moog. Yeah. That wasn't that the name of the character in Will of the Wisp, was the Moog. The little sausage dog thing. Yes. Not Arthur. No, was he was like called Moog, wasn't he? The Moog. The Moog. Oh, uh, the Moog, yeah. yeah. Does anyone remember that show? Willow the Wisp. I like Willow I the Wisp. I used to fucking love Willow the Wisp. I loved Kenneth Williams' reading of it. But I loved can't, Evil I Edna. Yeah, brilliant. He was a telly. He was a witch. She was a witch in a TV, yeah. It was a like TV. A, yeah. It's quite strange. Strange. Yeah. Um, do you think that was meant to be sort of a comment on TV being bad for kids or something? Hey, maybe. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about it. But it's funny because it's on TV, TV itself. So it's well, a bit like, you know. But that's maybe, you know, the poison in the pie, you know. Oh, lovely pie. Um, 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 poison. Ah. Below the wisp <laughs> is like, oh, lovely kids show. Message TV bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there were other shows that sort of, like, um, the classic, uh, utterly absurd example yeah. is... Um, why don't you? Why don't you? I used to when I was a kid. I used to want to be on Why Don't You. So on did the I. Kids I used cast. to love Why Don't You. And then I watched it back recently. And I just thought, what a bunch of fucking <laughs> little cunts. I was just Are like, they precocious? They, yeah, because right. they're all part of that, you know, drama school. Yes, style. they've obviously come from like straight from the stage school. It's like, if of. you want to watch the most awful children's TV in the world, and this is no exaggeration, watch Rod Hall's Pink Emu Windmill Show, yeah, whatever it was yeah. in the 80s. Pink Windmill. Where the, every now and then, for no reason at all, all the kids would start dancing and singing like yeah. contemporary hits, and it's yeah, like in yeah. that really affected British stage it's school totally manner. fake. Yeah, right. and are they like that on Why Don't You as well? They're just no, sort of not what, real kids. No, well, no, Why Don't You was a bit more kind of a... It was a magazine format, and I seem to remember it was just kids being TV presenters. But later on, they did start folding in like a little bit of a narrative. Oh, yeah. Because I remember there weak. used to be this Welsh character in yeah. it, and he had a flat cap, and he was weird. And then it's in that kind of uncanny valley between is, is it drama or is it uh, a live yeah. show? A bit like Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. A bit no, like Cheap Show, frankly. When we mix all the genres and the themes and the drama yeah, and characters. Yeah, it's not as awkward. It's anyway, like, uh, the, point uh, the point I was trying to make about Why Don't You is yeah. in the theme tune, famously, Why Don't You yes. Turn Off Your Television Set and Do Something Less Boring Instead? Yeah. So, how so it's they... telling you, at the top of the show, don't watch this show. I know, you but know, ultimately... If you don't watch the show, how are you going to get boring. that message? I know. So you have to watch the show to get the it's message ridiculous. to not watch the TV show. It's utterly ridiculous. So what does that mean? In episode one, they say, don't watch this show. Yeah, well, next I fucking week, won't. How about this? I next fucking week, won't. Just a bunch I of fucking watch kids week. killing dogs with sticks. Killing dogs with sticks. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you kill a dog with a stick? Yeah, I think there was one of well, those. Well, hello, on this week on Why Don't You, I'm going to take this little puppy, yip, 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 fucking cave its head in with a brick. <laughs> right. Okay, I don't know why you've gone that way, but um, do you remember how? Did I pass the audition? No, you didn't. Oh, that's a shame. Paul voice number two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul. Yeah. Do you remember how, though? How? Yeah, how? For now. And they brought it back in the 90s called How To with Carol Vaughan and, and they Gas dro Top. drop the kind of Native American? No, they still did it. And that's how as for in, now. As in... How? You used to put their hand up and say, Because that's how? what Native Americans do. That's, did they, though? Is that just one of those things where it's like, no, they didn't yeah, also so, go, oh, yeah. that was, no, no, that was real. Exactly. So it's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Now. Fred Dynage. Yeah, I remember liking How. I used to love How. Yeah. I love those shows where you learn something in an entertaining way. Yes. So did I. 
memories. I'm going outside the podcast again. No, don't come back down. Well, on oh. that on that oh, note, right. we're going to. Uh, uh, are we in, uh, inside blah, blah, or outside the fucking podcast? We're Just inside the podcast right now. We're in the podcast inside the podcast. No, we're not we're inside a, the inside podcast. Are we nested? Is it nested realities no. inside the podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I know what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing Silverman's Platters. Yeah, I'm and the first start platter with... today, we're talking about kids' TV, Paul. Which is the segue I was trying to get into, but I yeah. picked this up, I believe, in a charity shop round your ways. Oh, you did? In, um, Harrow. Talk, talking to the fucking mic. <laughs> All right? Arrow on the old daddy. Yeah. Talking to... No, let's it. not look... I've got the... He- Ladies and gentlemen, we're experimenting with this recording this week. Ladies and gentlemen. They don't, they don't care about this. <sighs> Well, you can cut it out. I've got, I put Eli. I made him wear the headphones so he can see how loud or quiet he is. So and he can you, monitor his own voice. When you spoke, then you had your mouth away from the mic. And I have better mic annoying. technique than you in general. So shut your stupid, fat, uh, uh, bulbous. I have a fat mouth. Overgrown, uh, foliage-ridden face. <laughs> right, good. Okay, this is the first record, the first platter, and I'll be asking Paul whether you think it is a platter or a splatter or a splatter. Uh, which is our little thing. Little Our thumbs up or our thumbs down. Yeah. Splatter is thumbs down. Yeah. Platter is, is thumbs. Right up. Is right up. Right uh, up. Right up. Right up to the knuckle. Oh. Thumb knuckle. Oh, okay. I'll give you a thumb knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eli, you're wearing the headphones right now. Get this. Thumb knuckle. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it when he's talk close. The ASMR yeah. something. Um, thumb knuckle, nice. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thumb knuckle. No, no character. <laughs> Hello, and thumb knuckle. It's the same voice as that character who we can't remember what who it is. What I do is I run behind Baddens and put my thumb right up their ass to me knuckle. I thumb knuckle. Inchman. Thumb knuckle versus Inchman. <laughs> Coming to cinemas in 2021. That is, no, That's that's got something. It's got, yeah. <laughs> this is an LP I picked up in Harrow. Yeah. Uh, bang on a drum, songs from Play School and Play Away. So Play School and Play Away were very, uh, for children who were very young, it was like primary school age or younger. No, like nursery school maybe? Yes. Like we're talking three to five, three yes. to six years, yes. something like that. And it was adults playing with toys in a Sesame Street type way, but not puppetry, just they had they had Jemima. Yeah, did they talk? Mr. Did Ted? Jemima talk? No, they never they talked. They were just dolls. Yeah, they were just dolls on set, but, but they all had personalities. For me personally, Paul, Play School was like my first Please experience, don't say. experience with... Oh, God. No. <laughs> Please don't say. It was just my first... It's the first TV show that I can remember being into when I was tiny. I can understand that. Yeah. Because, again, you had all those I dolls. Big Ted. Big I liked, Ted. I, liked, I had a whole teddy bear face. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty. Was that the name of him? Humpty. He's called Humpty, yeah. I used to love his nice little natty plaid trousers that he, he wore. He had little go round the yeah. equator of the egg. Yeah, well, I find the pic- eggs? Why are eggs coming up so much? It's an egg-based show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nesting eggs. Egg with an Nesting egg. Nesting reality eggs. No. Like the windmills of my egg. <laughs> right. So well, I'll put a picture on to uh, on cover. our website of the, the album cover and also the Do TV scene. you know what scene. about Play Away was a similar, was it? I think it was I think it was very similar. I think they were much of a muchness. Right. And the cover has all of uh, the... Oh, they're there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll put that picture about up then. Is that Humpty? I don't That's remember. Humpty, Humpty, yeah. Humpty, Humpty's like a Greek. Humpty? Paul. What? What is Humpty, the colour of Humpty, suggesting to you? He's green, isn't he? Like? Dark, like a green? Like, like a, a century, century egg. egg. Humpty is a century egg. Hem- Humpty is a century duck egg. With well, a creamy finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he got kicked off play school. He's very natty. Um, is that the... Did they change that design? I think they must have, because this is like He's very... He's a bit of a trippy one, is isn't he? He's got purple early. velvet trouser tops. Yeah. And you... Re- look. 
You yeah. said his trousers. You remember his trousers being a, a, a plaid, plaid, a, a nice tartan yeah. or a plaid. Yeah, but they're, they're all kind of green. A, it's a green sort Floral of um, thing. No, what's that called? The Bieber uh, pattern. I don't know. It's called paisley. Okay, but and there's Jemima. They're all stand, sitting around a drum Jemima's kit. Jemima's actually drumming. Who's this here? I don't know. There's a little baby, baby creepy doll. Baby, creepy realistic baby. I doll. hate that. That's unnecessary. There's Big Ted. There's Little, little Ted. Ted. Yeah. yeah. Play school. It says on the drum. Now you love these kind of things, don't you? You I, love these kind of. I love BBC records. Yeah. I collect, especially the singles. Um, They're expensive as well. I've noticed in charity shops. There was that one I showed you. That was like um, about finger puppets or whatever oh, it was. Oh yeah. An early BBC, but it was like twelve quid or yeah. something for. I just think it's part of the general trend. They get someone in. Goes on Discogs and he looks at how much one was sold for. You that know? had to be at the top of the search. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't check the condition. No. And then puts it, and it's just, it's like some of the worst priced vinyl you can find in the whole world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It shouldn't be in a charity shop, should it? It should be in a museum. No, it shouldn't. Junior! No. <laughs> in a Don't start, June. Why? Why are you shoehorning this in? Because I can do an Indiana Jones in Last Crusade impression. Junior! Junior. <laughs> it's one word. Paul. X marks the spot. Okay, that's... Junior. So- <laughs> I am the last dragon. Oh, I could. Junior. <laughs> I like it. James Bond. Oh, no, I'm just going to... Yeah. My name's James Bond. <laughs> Hello. Right. Junior. You put one... He put one of yours in the hospital. You put one of those in the morgue. Junior. Producer. You don't need. Can we? Oh, yeah. So, this is an album, I imagine, of songs taken from the TV show. And another good thing about it is it has a picture of all of the presenters. Brian Kant, yes, yeah. I do. He was a mainstay right up until it became, like, Play School. You know, when they kind of revamped all the kids' TV shows, so Play School finished, and then it became Play Bus, and then Play Days, mm. with the Y-Bird and all now, that crap. The the tune we're going to select, um, it's quite funky. Surprisingly funky, but as we mentioned when we were talking about before, it's got a kind of Sesame Street vibe to it. It's got a lovely mellow, yeah, um, sort of dust motes in the sun on a uh, Sunday afternoon, you know, and it, you're in the a lobby, and it's it's tiled, and it's all those black and white tiles, no. and there's and there's dust motes, or just no. For me, this song is quietly on in the back of a British pub very softly as they're waiting for the pub quiz to start and it's Sunday and everyone's there, the locals, and they're all in their 50s and 60s and they all smell of piss and fags. Oh, God. And the guy comes out called Jack Wild, and he does the he does the quiz, pub quiz and he's yeah. like, Oh, eh, oh, eh, oh. Paul, Paul, to, listen, you've spent you've spent all of your creative load. I did last week, and you're really struggling. Not, not, I'm, I'm trying, puffing out Look, blanks. I, you wouldn't go for Don McNubbin. You could have had a real interaction with him. I think we should just, since we are 13 minutes in, just play the music clip right now so of the track this, you've chosen. The LP is "Bang on a Drum," and this is the tune "Bang on a Drum." Let's listen to it right now. Bang on a drum with a thumb. It's enough if you don't know how Just to cool off your fevered brow With the rhythm of a drum Basil McGillicuddy taught me how In an afternoon He said try it and very soon I was tapped with a thumb are away on a boring day to extract the beat 
it's cold, you can make some heat. And if it's hot, you can cool it. Let the drum overrule it. Stand on your head until you're ready. And you're right, that is nice and chill. But kind of funky, isn't it, as yeah. well? And it, again, it, it does remind me of like Sesame Street. It's like way of learning with that kind of very accessible, recognisable genre song that helps impart the message. I just like, I like it because it's more, I don't know, it's more today, everything's so, for children, children's music and children's TV is so focused right. on the exact demographic. Okay. They've, got, they've solved it. They know. Things like, the beginning of this was things like Teletubbies and stuff. They know simple repetition. Yeah, and and you look on like YouTube for children; it's even worse. And it's just these sort of algorithmic, colourful, right? And it's just completely soulless. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I see. You mean. Even it's though all... the kids they love it, don't they? I mean, they they it's it's so focus grouped. It's they know exactly what will keep kids watching now. Whereas then, this is much more sophisticated. More, it's more it's, musical. It's sophisticated it's more... in so much that I think. No one really knew what they were doing back then when it came to kids' TV properly. That's what so I mean. They were They're pioneers. finding their way, yeah. And then, unfortunately, it gets boiled down to because, like, for a instance, formula. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be one of these people who says, "Oh, they'd never make whatever these days." But I, I'd find it hard to imagine shows like Bagpuss getting commissioned now. Yes, I'm not saying that it never would or it could Again, never. Again, the Bagpuss music transports me back. It's lovely. It's so mellow, and it has a. This has a sort of quality similar to that as yeah. well, doesn't it? This and it's, it's weird because the Bagpuss music is not a genre I care for, the whole folk, you know, music thing. But what's nice is because I loved the show and I love the imagery of the show and the mice and the gadgets every week that they had to fix. Those songs are so intrinsically tied to my childhood that they surpass my knowledge of folk music and just becomes like, oh, musical memory droplets. That you go, oh, the taste of strawberries or something. Bye, everyone. I'm off. He's <laughs> fake walkouting on himself. There he goes. He's gone to the end of this segment. Come back. We haven't finished the segment, Paul. He's looking I'm back. Out. Did you have a little look out the window into the next segment? No. Okay, then. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, no, that. No, I ruined that improvisation. You've ruined everything. You're ruining everything today. But I love this. I love it because, as I say, it's like I like the variety. And you know what? It's like there's all these songs I imagine are quite different across the album. Yeah. I mean, he's involved because I think this guy, Nick, yeah. it started off as a musician. So I think okay. he's an actual musical guy. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you much about how this was all put well, together. Well, no, that's just for kids, isn't it? But, you know, it's nice. I like finding those funky little ones. And there is one on a... There's a bluesy... I have a, a Rainbow record, a similar record for Rainbow, early days Rainbow. You know, when they used to have the yeah. singers on. Rod, Chain and... Rod. Rod and Jane. But there's also a couple of instrumental tracks on that LP that are just nice, just sort of uh, nice music. And I think this Bang on a Drum has that as well. It's a lovely thing. Uh, I'm definitely going to call that a platter. It's a platter for me as well, Paul. It's good. It's nostalgic for me, um, but it's the level of musicianship. It's actually listenable. It's pretty good. That even if you aren't a child, it's not impossible to enjoy listening to it. But it also has that kind of folky creepiness almost to it. Yeah, they all do, though. Like that one when I found that Paul is a very dirty baby. Yeah, that's upsetting. uh, That is one of my prized possessions. The open... It's a weird folk thing. Open University folk songs for kids or something. Here's the old history of folk music. Here we go. Here's the one about a fat baby who used to wear clothes. Paul... Paul, Paul, we will sacrifice you at dawn. Oh, you Paul, come down to the old wicker Witness fat. the 
knife, you will feel the knife of satisfaction. Paul, Paul, coming down the road. Paul, <laughs> Paul, the knife of satisfaction. Why are you Paul. going like into Jamaican with it? I'm I don't not, understand I'm what not, you're doing. I am not. You've gone into like reggae. I Paul. don't <laughs> you've gone Paul. To, You started with folk and it went into reggae. The knife of satisfaction. Da, 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 right. da, da. What's the next one? Next one is an LP as well, Paul. This is another charity shop fine, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mind in Camden. That's true. It smells of cat piss, but has some great stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, it's a bit off-putting when you first walk into that place. It's like, a wave, a wall of really tangible cat piss in yeah, the air. it's cat fecal. Yeah. Cat fecal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is good because it, it, it sort of um, touches on Moog, touches on TV music, and also touches on... A weird paranormal bullshit as well. Yes. Because this is an LP I picked up in search of ancient gods and experience in sound and music based on the books of Eric von Daniken. So is this a kind of chariot of the gods thing? It supposes that aliens came to Earth and created civilization. He, he is, it was, I can't remember what his book is called. I think it is called In Search of Ancient Gods, isn't it? Was that the really famous one? Anyway, basically it was right in that sweet spot just before UFO, UFOlogy was taking off, and he basically proposed the theory, the ancient alien theory, which is that ancient civilizations such as the Mayans and the Egyptians were visited by spacefaring aliens who gave them a bunch of technology and helped them build the pyramids and all of this stuff. Which I always think is a big fucking load of bullshit. bullshit. Because also, it's basically saying... Humanity couldn't have done it without inhaling inter- interference. And it's kind of like, give humanity yeah, yeah, some credit. Exactly. And also, it's like, look, this is obviously a spaceman. It's like, no, it's like a decoration around the, this carving's head. You know, it's... And yes, the book was called In Search of Ancient Gods, My Pictorial Evidence for the Impossible. Yeah. And so he's got all of these things like, it looked, he looks like a spaceman or whatever. Yeah. Oh, there's some reviews on this. This is a library thing. What's the review? Seek and ye shall find whatever it is you are looking for, especially if you make up the evidence, ignore the most slightly mainstream explanation and suspend any critical faculty yeah, you might it's possess. Not, it's, it's horseshit. Then yes, maybe the impossible can become possible. One star. It's horseshit, isn't it? Um, but it did, and then it was extremely popular. I think it was one of the biggest sellers ever. And it kind of sparked off all of that History Channel stuff. What's that show on History Channel called? Oh, it's all the same. All those fucking shows. Ancient Aliens, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. The thing is, is like, there's always been this kind of interest in esoteric stuff like the supernatural and UFOs. And what happened was, weirdly, it grew alongside the, the kind of use of technology. And so back in the 40s and 50s, when the first reports of modern alien abductions were happening, mm. there wasn't much evidence to support anyone's claims. But then you've got like the quote-unquote autopsy alien stuff. Roswell, then you've got yeah. the uh, Rendlesham Forest stuff in the 80s. Then you get all the UFO photographs and all the whole gamut. But of it all who... sort of reached a, cri- a critical head in the 90s, didn't it? Then well, you the had, X-Files and, and stuff X-Files. was a big reason for that. Yeah. And a lot of those shows suddenly became mainstream. And then that leads to shit like stuff like Ghost Hunters and things that I watch. It is an interesting thing because it's like in search of ancient gods and it's like trying to sort of explain religion in a sort of scientific putting a scientific framework on your religious beliefs you're saying god isn't like a supernatural being they were natural beings who visited well, us you see what i mean a it's replacement trying, for religion it's a rational explanation yeah yeah it's rather than saying here's a metaphysical god 
that you have to yeah. conjure up. Here is a literal god that yeah, we yeah, just yeah, haven't yeah, met yeah. yet. Yeah. But then he's usually using the word gods as higher intellect. He's not actually saying they are rulers. I think it's no. just ultimately it's a book about this guy's quote unquote proof of alien Which interaction is like with her. Basically, what boils it down to all the all the pyramids are big. Couldn't yeah, they couldn't have built a big yeah. pyramid. Yeah. Or like this looks like a spaceman if you squint. Or, yeah, you know. Th- or uh, I saw a light once. Did you? Yeah, it's big in the sky. Yeah, it's next to this big kind of concrete pole. <laughs> yeah right on top of it yeah. right on top of it it was yeah uh, I said you go away and then Anyhow. a policeman came and told me I can't shout in the street no more uh, and what else and have I you seen blow him <laughs> what, what else have you seen through over the years sir I once saw a ghost uh, what did that look like so I was walking past Tesco's yeah. and I looked at the glass pane did you when get I looked, a meal deal? When I looked, Did you go in for a I meal looked, deal? No, I was too frightened because I saw a ghost. Right. And I you saw, looked, oh, you saw something in the pane of glass yeah, that you were looking into? Yeah, and it looked just like me, and it oh. was the same height. And I went, no! And I started shouting at it, right. and then, and a then policeman the policeman came, along. and he took me away. <laughs> and and he said, what? I can't stop shouting at it. And what did you do? Uh, then I went, and then I went did home. You know, then, did guess you know? Guess what I saw? Did you nosh off the policeman, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was getting a bit of word of mouth by that point, so to speak. Word of mouth. <laughs> word of, of my mouth. Seed of mouth. Seed of mouth. Ma- word of my mouth. Was... <laughs> Fruit of the loom. <laughs> so, anyway, I went home. Uh, in my garden, I saw a fucking goblin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like this four-legged, airy thing with a tail. And Ooh. it was going, woof, woof. And I went, No! And then my neighbour came out and he went, mate, you can't stop. And I sucked him off. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to stop seeing the supernatural. You, but then I'm sucking people out. off. <laughs> you, you can let yourself out. <laughs> you let yourself out of the podcast, yeah? Oh, bye. You're, you're past, uh, yeah. Oh, I just saw a UFO. No, it's not. It's Don McNubbin's toupee. Oh, I'm going to have to suck a dick. <laughs> So shall we listen to so In Search album, of Ancient a- uh, Ancient Gods? Now, so this album is to accompany the book with tonal musical moods. Oh, so there was no TV show? Oh, th- there might have been a TV show as well. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. I think no, it's more- no, it's to, yeah, it's very strange. So it was a project, and it's on Warner Brothers. So it's like a sort of big deal, and it's got a lot of synth. It is. Is it no, strictly speaking, Moog? No actual Moog. But Paul it's a lot Fishman of is the main guy. Right. And he's got synthesizers, right. sequences, right. electric and acoustic Se- pianos. Sequences are like what? Machines that do repetitive sounds or beats. So you can, you just can go- program in a loop, essentially. Yeah, okay, cool. So, so that sequencer. can be a drum beat, for example. Yes, but, okay. they, but early on, they didn't have sequences. Right. So they'd have to do it on the go. Okay. Do you see what I mean? So it was all that. I think the ARP was, a, was one of the first uh, ones that could use a sequencer. And do you know that noise like the, the Marauder? Do, 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 do. Yes, that's always yeah, yeah. that's a sequencer that, oh, that okay. does that kind of thing. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fishman has, but he has a Mellotron. Nice, I which like is a Mellotron. A lovely sound. early synthesizer, yeah. quite similar to a Moog, but people can tell the difference. And string synthesizers. Now, was this okay, was this before the popularity of Moog, or just didn't feature? Seventy six. I don't no, know. So this is bit after. I think some of these are probably um, things that came. Uh, more advanced versions. Okay, so you just the Moog is very basic. You know, you can't play two notes at once on a Moog. No, you know that. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably more advanced stuff. And so I saw this and I thought this is could be very synthy. Mm. And if you want, basically, a tune that is uh, 
basically just a showcase for all his expensive synths. And yeah. He basically does the same refrain. Who's that Rick Wakeman? The pianos and all the he's, synths and all that stuff. He used Rick to be, Wakeman is the guy out of Yes. Yeah, was he the one who had all, used to go on tour with like hundreds of pianos footage, around him? Yes. He's like playing it with yes. his dick and his yeah, fingers yeah. and his tongue or whatever. So, so this he was, song, he's basically showing off all his keyboards He does one refrain and then he does it on the Mellotron and then he does it on a string synthesizer and then he does it on he's an electric like piano. Guy, I like on Facebook now. Harry's organ whatever it is what was this called uh, very nice yeah that guy who's Australian and he plays all the different organs and he has and he... those what they're called those nylon suits yeah, with the short safari sleeves suit is that what stuff. that is a yeah. safari suit isn't it it's great it's I fucking... a lounge she's a very yeah. loungy Harry's World of Organs I think it yes. is or something like that check it fucking out fucking love it yeah. proper cheesy organ uh, yeah. business and knowingly so so uh, that tune that we're going to hear Paul now the gold of the gods oh so let's have a little listen everybody. let's have a little listen to that now To me, that sounds like he left the studio and his kid was in yeah. there. Boop, boop, and his boop, kid boop. was like, do, 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 do. I like it. I it does like look that. like they've just invited someone with no musical skill to come in and do a few tone tests. And they went, oh, that's all right. We'll keep that all that in. I it's like fucking it. mental. Yeah, I like it. That, for me, is a real find because it's sort of like the little... The bit blinky blonky. Yeah. I like and the what? blinky blonky stuff. But the and thing the blinky, is, the rest the of the album blobbly. is quite like well produced and like you know lush. But then that track's really sparse. Yeah, it feels like uh, it feels like a tossed off track. If I'm being completely honest, it with does. You. But I like the way that he's just demonstrating all the weird sounds he can do. Yeah, do you know what it's I mean? Like, a demonstration of maybe all what the we did technology. here was the voice track in the studio where it's like, so try number seventy. Yeah, watch what watch this. Right, that, that's clav. Yeah, I'm gonna. Do you want yeah, to do he's synth? just changing the settings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you get lots of good noises. Yeah, the rest of the album doesn't quite catch fire at any point. It's not funky enough. I, it rem- it's reminiscent of like the slower parts of the War of the Worlds album. Yes. It's got that similar 70s sound. You know, it's kind of like that 70s epic sound where it's like tiny little smidgen of disco in there. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of synth stuff. But it doesn't, it's just not quite there for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's I, like, I would say, Like library music, some of it. Is, this is well. a splatter for me because I like the idea of it more than the execution of it. Okay, thanks, Paul. Now... What do you say? Is that a platter for you? It's a platter for me. Dear. We used to cover shit records on this bit, didn't we? We still no. do, actually, judging by that. All right. Here's our final one. The final hey. uh, platter on today's Silverman's Platters. Now, we've Paul. been sitting on this for a little while. This cause... was sent in by Alison. It was. Alison, a long-time uh, listener and uh, amazing person. Hello, And Alison. she sent us some, some really choice... Uh, Beautiful things. She sent loads of stuff. She sent me a comedy album. She sent me those Pac-Man the albums. Pac-Man albums. Stuff that we haven't really covered on the show properly. Yes. We're going to do those Pac-Man albums at some well, point? Well, I did it on Digi, so we're not oh. going to do it here, really. Oh. Just to please the retro guy, bro. Retro guy, bro. Never now, any of that shit. This I was is, poor. Paul, this is perhaps... Mother bought me Amiga! 
Mother bought me a Amiga. Didn't, I didn't own it. I just went around my mates to play it. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. Don't call me, Rich. I'm not calling you, Rich. Don't call me. Don't, don't fucking condescend to me like you grew up with a silver apple in your bum. Silver apple? <laughs> if I grew up with a silver apple in my bum hole. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. No, it wouldn't. You could roll along. You like couldn't. It's a big you don't bearing. know how arseholes work. <laughs> like it's a bearing. No, imagine you I'm had not like, turning my arse Imagine into a, you had like a, a huge bearing in your arse, but only just, just pointing out. It's crowning. Like a, like a, like a trackball yeah. in a mouse. Yeah, and you just put your legs up. Put your legs up in the air. Get on the top of a hill. Oh, look. My arse is like a pair of Heelys. Way. Yeah, that's what it is. Heely arse. Yeah, Heely arse. <laughs> you know what? Actually, on reflection, that would be a lot of fun. It would but, be. I will sluice the track before rolling, and I'll sluice it with special fluid to to purge all granules. All gravel, granules, all gravy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you had something at the start there. <laughs> But the point is, is that... I want to talk about this record, Paul. All right, go on then. Fucking hell. Now, you know I love a Moog record. We all love a Moog record. Moog, I know everybody, that's how you're meant to pronounce it. Yeah, but even he was like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck it, mate. I'll fucking call it what you fucking want, mate. I don't fucking care. Just give me the fucking paycheck. I don't fucking care. You can fucking call it. You can fuck off all I fucking care. Give a shit. I'm yeah. going down in the basement. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Moog. This is Country Moog, Switched On Nashville. That Switched On Nashville is a reference to Switched On Bark. Oh, is it the same artist? No, absolutely not. Switched On Bark was Wendy Carlos. Uh, it was indeed. Very, who's very famous. So he's trading field. on that popular album. That was, I think, one of the uh, huge sellers, Switched On Bar. It's funny how that could have been a big seller back then. Yeah. Who is it appealing to? Is it appealing to like music nerds who are really into that they technology? They like the sound of the Moog, Paul. There's no explanation. I like the sound yeah, of the Moog. Did my nan like the sound of Moog no. albums back in the day? Maybe not. Did my dad? No. It's weird because it's what they're saying is it's 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 the juxtaposition, it's the incongruity between it being the cutting edge technology and then really old music. Do you see what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that's the that's the gimmick. Now Country Moog takes a different, slightly different tack, and it, I would say a better tack. It's um, what happened because of Switched On Bark and the success of that. Yeah, you had lots of Moog records where they go, they're just bandwagon jumping and like, what genre can we make Moog? Switched Beatles, On Beatles, Moog, yeah, Beatles, exactly. Moog, uh, you know, Rolling Stones, yeah, disco, disco Moog, anything, anything, and it arrived at Country Moog. I would love to hear a thrash metal Moog album. This to me, this LP is. Epitomizes everything about Moog Records. Novelty yeah. Moog. Yeah, records. novelty Moog Records. Because Moog was being used in popular in, music at the in time. Prog rock and but yeah, it wasn't and funk, yeah. front and centre. It was just part of yes. the arrangement. But this is novelty Moog. That is what you're you're right. Yeah. Uh, novelty Moog Records often have a picture of the Moog, and you've got it here. And there's one that looks like a switchboard for a BT in the sixties. That is what a Moog mainly was. A lot of them did they didn't come with a keyboard. You had to get your own. Yeah, keyboard. yeah, yeah. And this has a little man. Made of wires. <laughs> really strange piece of sort of folk art, isn't it? It's like... I bet that's in a bin right now. Just that, yeah. in a landfill somewhere. Weird. weird. It's like weird. It's like one of those things you'd see in a charity shop. It's made up of actually wires and like bits of electronic components. Yeah. yeah. Transistors and... and uh, yeah. Bulbs and tubes and things. Yeah. Weird. So that... that it's certainly that's a striking delightful. image. And that's I love delightful. the font. I love the font. That is that font, isn't it? That's that computer writing. Sci-fi. Computer writing font. It mm. has a name. It has L- a name. Logan's Run font or yeah, something. Yeah. 
And the other great thing about this, look at the picture of the guy. Oh, mate. He is pure Mr. I am a serial killer. He is like, I am the vicar's son, and I learnt an evil instrument, and now I'm disowned by my family, but I'm going to fucking rock out to Foggy Mountain Breakdown. He's got a turtleneck on. Yeah. uh, And this is Gil Trithall. He looks a bit like a Harry Enfield character. Do you know what I mean? He's a music teacher, it says. He's a faculty member at Peabody School of Music. And one day, what, he went up somewhere... Oi, I can do country music on the Moog. I yeah, want an well, album. that's what it says here. A native Tennessean, Gil combines his academic background with his feel for the Nashville sound. Oh, and he certainly does, doesn't he? He does. Paul? Let's should we show the first track off this album, which I really like. Yeah, but we're also gonna talk we're gonna about end that. with that one. Okay. Yeah. So this is a bit of Foggy Mountain Breakdown. Hold on to your pants. We're gonna get Moogy. Dance to that. Uh, it's it's just excellent. I want to have a little jug and go. Hoo, hoo, it's hoo. properly. It's proper Moog meets country, and it's just it's joyous. But the thing is, that face, that man, bless him. I can't imagine him like you know Rick Wakeman and get out. You know, with no, his... he's a music teacher. Isn't I he? know, but like that song's quite high energy. So can, can you imagine what he's like? No, he's he's like like or is he just like stone face, just doing it mechanically, like little But it has an energy that I love in some of that. Isn't it that jumpy energy and the silly silliness of the sort sound? And it's so. an example of using every trick in the book with what you got, you know, with that machine to make. It's like you know, he does the fake strings and the fake yeah. like uh, violin bit, and it's like the fiddle. He, that yeah. fiddle sound is quite impressive, isn't it? Quite impressive. And another thing he does on this LP, which I think you should play just a little bit of. Yeah, go on. He does something which is like a voice. He tries to actually get the words. It's like a vocoder, isn't it? it? Sounds like a vocoder, but I think it's just him. Synthesizing. Maybe it. he spoke into a microphone, sampled it, and was like, "What? Wop, 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 wop. They didn't have that. That's I'm a pretty, MIDI. No, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did back then. Anyway, in a very rudimentary. I'd sense. like to know what people who listen think that how he makes that. So, I'll can, can what, we play a little bit of that now? False, what is this? Uh, False and Prison Blues. Oh, made famous by Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, because your trick is tricked to thinking it's actual dialogue, but it's not. It is just that a noise, fake voice it's, sound it's effect. It's quite weird, isn't it? Because it's that. It's that kind of oh, you know, when you see horror films in the seventies about rope killer robots, and there's always that. Uh, uh, yeah, like it's glassy, like a robot voice. Yeah. Robot glassy kind yeah, of... I see. Yeah, that's that voice for me. And it's creepy. But the piece de resistance on this, the reason why we've put this upon you is because the last track is a joy to behold. It's Yakety Moog. Based on the famous song Yakety Sax, which was known as the Benny Hill theme, but it wasn't... It was one of those songs like it was, a, it, it was just a, a song. It was a hit, hit instrumental. Yeah. Not a huge hit, but it was a hit. But it was one of those songs that was just an instrumental hit at the time. It was like, there's no lyrics to it. It was just a weird dance hall track. And I think in, because what kind of genre is yakety sax in music? It's sort of uh, rock and roll. R&B instrumental, sort of, yeah. Yeah. It's like a novelty rock instrumental. I yeah. think you could say. Like that, remember that oh. other one we played years ago, The Goose? Yes. Yeah, whatever it's called. Is it called The Goose or the something? Goose. There's a, there's a song that's similar to Yakety Sax, but it's about a goose. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, that's yeah. going to annoy the eggs? fuck out what of me. Does it have eggs? What happens to its eggs? Yeah, or <laughs> go right up its neck hole. Weird. Uh, but also, that the Benny Hill theme, the original Yakety yeah. uh, Sax, I think it was so sort of ubiquitous that people now refer to sax that sounds like that as Yakety-style sax. That, yes. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, 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 you so do. So it's a certain sax sound that it's is... An like, upbeat, short-sounding, yeah. wacky saxophone noise. You know, because it, it does appear on other records, that kind of style of yeah. sax playing, doesn't it? But now, I, it's forever associated with dirty old perverts chasing women around and sexually molesting them in public parks. Yeah. But it's all right, because she slaps a bald man on, on the, the head. head. Um, it, it makes everyone forget the problematic content that preceded you know, it. It's funny, because it's like that music is so tied to that comedy idea, the Benny Hill sped up chase music thing. That yeah. it's even like, because Benny Hill was huge in America, but like even in America now, Yakety Sax is still associated with Benny Hill. It's lost yes. all of its original popularity in terms of a dance hall it track. It's the Benny Hill theme. Now right? it's the Benny Hill theme. So it's now intrinsically like a cheesy, creepy song now. Yeah. It's a creepy song because of its association with Benny Hill. Yeah. So we are now going to play Yakety Sax and don't it's worry. Yakety Moog. Yakety Moog. We're going to play Yakety Moog now. And maybe imagine making sweet love as this music rings. <laughs> out for your speakers. to that yeah it's for me I just love it I fucking I fuck to that with a, with a like a metal bar in my mouth it's really clenched down on I'm gonna do it I'm gonna lay an egg I'm gonna get Don in I'm gonna get Don back in I'm gonna lay an egg if you if you keep this up I'm gonna get Don back in alright well then let's not do that oh well I could get him no I'm gonna 
I enjoyed that, but Yakety Sax is almost impossible to enjoy really anymore as a track. Oh, because it's it's sullied for you, yeah, is it's it? Just, it always just creeps me out. But on the whole, I think we can both On the whole, is an egg. Egg hole. Please. Ball beer and arsehole. Egg hole. Bubble. Bob. No. No, the segment's over now. That's a splatter. That's a platter. You still made me? No, we're all good. I've decided to end this segment. I'm sorry. What's this about eggs? I got eggs. I got this. I got that. I got. I'm Don McNubbin. You like it? I got a case. I'm on a case. I'm Don McNubbin. I've got a case. Eli. Tell me what you want me to do. I'm 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 a gumshoe. I'm on your I'm on your payroll. What this do you is, need me to do? This is just not the same, is it? It's just not Don McNubbin. the same. It's not the same. I got scones. I got this. I got that. I got this. I got over there. I go over there. Hey, Don, I just saw a ghost. <laughs> hey, come on. There's a ghost right there on the TV screen. See, you can see me. It's pointing at me. I'm pointing at it and it's pointing at me. I'll get to the bottom of this if my name isn't Don McNubbin. Come on, suck it. Suck this. Suck it. I don't know. Every time I see a ghost, I get I suck something. Yeah. Come on. Uh, let me, uh, well, it's been good to be on the show again, Dan McNubbin. Let me and dominate your Thank you, Eli. I don't know McNubbin. who this guy is. Come on. I wish he'd shut Everywhere up. I go, I see ghosts and suck dick. That's my. That's a bit like Charity Shop Vampire. Paul Gannon's <laughs> running out of ideas. Oh. Right, Dan McNubbin, on the way. I'm off again. Thanks, Eli, for He's the opportunity. He's on the way. He's off again. <laughs> I'm off again. He's off uh, again. Thanks, Eli, for the opportunity. That's... My pleasure, Don. It's like it's good to see some some fresh blood around here, um, and I hope you hope you you have all sorts of adventures and come back. I will. I love you, Eli. Don McNubbin. Bye. I'm going. I'm really going. So, there he goes. So, Don. Paul, Paul, we have a lot to do with your characters. We need to work on characters next week, Paul, don't we? Yeah, yes. I saw a ghost. It sucked me no, off. No, not the ghost guy. Get sucked off. Paranormal Paul. That's my <laughs> name. That's shit. Forget this segment's over. It's not over. It is. It's over as of now. I wanted to say something. It's quickly. Was it a platter? Oh, but that's what we're I said say. it. It's a platter for me, that. Love Moog. Love is Moog. it a platter or a splatter? It's you a platter for me. You the energy out of this. It's a real platter for me. I think that's great. I'm you... Dan McNubbin. No, you're not Don McNubbin. I want to be Jimmy Biscuit. No, you can't be. You blew him up. You blew him up and you I went I shouldn't and... kill off the only characters I can do voices <laughs> yeah, I know, of. I know. I've got nothing left. Got... You Honestly, you've got nothing. I want to suck your cock. Oh, come here, mate. You're a vampire, aren't you? This is going to work out fine. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I tied it up perfectly with two characters. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not going to allow you to sully this segment with yet another 30 to 40 seconds of mouth garbage. It won't be that long. It will. It, well, it feels longer. It won't be that long. It feels long. long. Right, well then, go on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's time for another segment we like to call... Gannon's Gone Games. Right, good. <laughs> so we're moving on. It's uh, We've got I'm a... I'm just going to save it up. Oh, no, come, you know what, then? I'd it dre- will come I, out. That makes me fear. It will fear. all come out. I'm no. Sp- it will come out in a big splurge. I don't want a splurge of Gannon's Golden Games <laughs> all over me. I now, just don't. Put, there was one thing I wanted to mention. Yes. Gannon's Golden Grahams. Right. Have you ever thought of that? <sighs> it's not really past my memory, Banks, no. It has passed your oh, memory. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> It hasn't crossed my mind. It hasn't crossed my mind. 
It's going, go, go. It's going, go, go. Here are your dairy. Oh, it's going, go, go. It's not even words now. It's not words. It's going, go, go. Right, it's Gannon's Golden Games, the part of the show where I bring to the show a board game. Based, well, usually that I found in a charity shop. That's go, it. Go, go. But I'm try. I like to find games based on TV brands and TV shows and game shows and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Resist the need to punch him in his fucking nose. Burst it like a tomato on his now, head. Paul, today I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to win. I've got a creative. I mean, a competitive spirit. What is games today? Today, I was very lucky and found this on eBay. So this isn't a charity shop find, but I got this for four quid in reasonably good condition, and it is every second counts. Oh, what is that theme tune though now? Because that's not every second count. No, that's Strike It Lucky. No, he's not. Right, so... Uh, I do not recall this game show from my life. From your youth. It hasn't passed my memory banks, Paul. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me load it into your memory right. banks with some background information. Thank you. So, um, we've talked about The Magician on the show before, named Paul Daniels, right? Not a lot. Ooh. We did talk about Debbie that a McGee. bit. Oh, not a lot. Ooh. Most people of their time in, in like entertainment, comedians, magicians, would get TV deals and would get, you know, a contract with so He was such. big as well. I mean, let's not... On the British scene... No, Paul Daniels was huge. Yeah. His magic show ran for what? Almost, well, definitely 10 years. And didn't he play Vegas as well? I mean, he, he, he did some stuff done. in America as well. It's yeah. like for all the piss we take out of him, he like he was a very well-respected magician on the magician. world stage. He was a good magician. You know, like for instance, apparently he... No, I mean, people will and do go to bat for him who respect, you know, good magicians. His... Um, I find you know, his it's, his, perso- it's his persona well, that I find problematic. That's, that whole that's say different. yes, Uncle Paul. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that, so I don't think it was yes, Uncle Paul. I think no, he, he just did. Said, he just says There's yes, footage. Paul. No, say yes, Paul. No, say yes, Uncle Paul. No, he never said he yes, said that. Uncle Paul. Siri? Don't ask Siri because, first of all, that's a Google phone, so you're not going <laughs> to get it to work. Hello. Hello, Google. Oh, God. Hello, Google. Oh, fucking come on. <laughs> Welcome to my world of pain. Oh, come on. Listen, you don't need it. Take it off. Did We're not going to deal with it. No, it's not going to say. That's such a specific question. Uh, that... I don't think Google has the answer to Hello, it. Hello, Google. Did Paul Daniels ever say, say yes, Uncle Paul? This is not going to give you an answer. I'm telling you he now. back from a search. Right. What does it say? Paul Daniels didn't know he was dying, says Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, so Paul Daniels was on contact at the BBC and he must have said, do you want to do a fucking quiz show? And I think he went on to do another one called Wipeout. Wipeout, I recall more. Yeah, and that was more of an early afternoon show. Okay. This was a primetime weekday quiz on Which you get BBC. less and less of these days, don't you? They've all sort of migrated to the, the afternoon slot. Yeah, the kind of tea time slot. Yeah. BBC Two pointless, or ITV. Yeah, Pointless, example, Eggheads. On ITV, yeah. you've got The Chase. Number Wang. Things like that. That's not that. a real one, is Countdown, it? Countdown, I guess, has always been in that spot. Yes. For as long as it's existed. But, uh, but yeah, this was 
was part of like the golden era of 80s game shows where like you had quote unquote big name comedians and celebrities presenting TV shows. So obviously Bob Monkhouse, Bob's Full House, Bruce Forsyth in anything he did he on did TV. A lot. Generation game. Generation game. game cards, right? play. You know, like he did a lot. The Golden Shot as well. Golden, oh no, that was, all, that was also Bob Monkhouse, the Golden, golden Shot. Golden Balls. No. Golden Balls with Jasper Carrot. Yeah, that was later. Balls, Carrot, Shot. Bob. Yeah. Balls, carrot, shot, Bob. Balls, okay. carrot, shot, Bob. Balls, carrot, balls, carrot, balls, carrot, shot, Bob. Oh, I like this. It's very colourful. Well, uh, we'll, we'll explain it as okay. we go, but basically, the TV show was general knowledge questions, but you didn't win pounds, you won time on the clock. And all that time that you won across the game was put into the final round where you had to clear as many questions as you could in a minute. Um, and then you won pounds. And then you won the money jackpot, whatever it was. Okay. So that was the kind of conceit behind the game. Okay, so there was, it wasn't cash you had. You just had, oh, every second. You, you every saved se- up a second. You saved a second and you could win. Kind of like um, a bullseye to some extent. For you instance, could go for the big one. In or, the final, if you got the, you got through the first round, you won X prize. If you got if you get through the second round, you'd win the holiday. And then the third run, the final run and the final would be the big holiday or the car or yeah. whatever so yeah you it was more bu- built on winning time that's on sort the of clock. similar to family f- fortunes as well the way that you you earn you earn seconds for the final no you don't no, do you that don't. In fi- no, no you don't yeah. you're thinking of crystal maze where you win okay, crystals yeah. to go into the final thing it's kind of gold yeah we've done crystal yeah. maze on the show before Is it gonna get listen back to the one with Ken Reed if you're interested nice plastic sturdy robust playset here you get with this game Paul I'll yes. say that now I, I do like it because well, fundamentally the game is nothing really but questions but what they've done is because in the TV show the number of seconds you build up is a bit more in flux whereas in the board game they've kind of just given it segments so rather than win 2 seconds and 10 you're winning 4, 8, 14, that 20, 30, in, 45, in st- 60 constant- yeah so they've kind of segmented how you build time up in this version of the game. Okay. Don't look at me like I'm going to fuck this up. I've been reading the, 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 the Just, guide. I like all your time metaphors. Yeah, we're segmented time. the time you build up. In my memory banks. Yes. It's not past my memory banks. In my memory banks. No robot voices. I don't give two monkeys you know tiddlybits. You know Don McNubbin left? Yeah. You know he's gone, he's gone to pick up? Oh, a Rendroid, a Rendroid 3000. Oh, and John Cunnyhole and all the other characters. We just listened, <laughs> by Cunny the way, Hull. to John Cunnyhole. Most popular, sixth most popular. He gets 30 seconds of yeah, if that. airtime, if that. And he was basically just a Dutch DJ. Before, yeah. I'm Sean, I'm John, John Cunnyhole, yes. Well, I'm John Cunnyhole. Come on, should we bring him back? No, he's not here. He's not here yet. He can be. In the hotel of your mouth. He could pop out. In the hotel of my mouth. Yeah, he could pop out of the hotel All of your the mouth. All the minibars are empty. Yeah, you just... No, that, in the minibar of your mouth. No, in the hotel <laughs> of the minibar of your mouth. In oh, the egg. My. Infinite egg. In the infinite egg. Right, right so we are going <laughs> to play... Out again. One day... One day, I am going to inflict pain upon you. What about this? It's Gannon's Golden Grahams. Enjoy no, these. Because that's not funny. And you brought it up because you thought that would be a funny thing to mention. But it died on the vine. <laughs> no, how can how can you have Golden Grahams growing from vines? It's a metaphysical tree growing metaphorical cereal. Wow. It's in the time bank. Yeah, in the time memory can, bank. Explain the rules, Paul, if you will. So there are seven rounds in all to try and build up. At least 60 seconds on your clock, right? Okay. That's the maximum time you're looking to get before you go into the final round. So okay? if you've got 60, you've got the most you could yeah. get. The first three rounds, I think. Hang on, let me just check. Talking the to first the first four rounds are uh, true or false in one in three. And every time you get a question right, you go up 
one segment. Four seconds, eight, 14, 20, 35, 45, right? Then the next three are entertainment, general knowledge, geography and history. And it's a slightly different format in terms mm. of the questions and answers, right? Uh, and then you've got the final round, but we'll get into that when we get into that. But basically, by the time we get to the final round, you'll know how many seconds you have won okay. by answering questions. What's right? this thing? Well, that's, uh, that thing that you're looking at, that's we're going to show to the camera, round. that I'm showing to the camera now, that's for the final round. Because you see, there are seven little arrows, little golden lights. I see them. In the first round, you've got to answer five questions. Then you've got to answer six questions. Then you've got to answer seven. That's the three rounds of the final. But you've only got 60 seconds, potentially, to answer all of them in. So ready. So, you know what I mean? I'm ready for a Gannon's Golden Shower. So, ladies and gentlemen, roll the titles. It's Every Second Counts. No, it's not that. It's Every Second Counts theme. Paul Daniels. Oh, not a lot. And we're going to play. Oh, meow, 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 meow. Charlie says. Oh, come meow. on, mate. What? You're just letting your mouth run around. That's rich coming from you. I'm gonna let. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> let me mouth run around, Eli. Oh. Look, it's running. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's done the mouth noise. I can't do it because I'm smiling. <laughs> come right, on. Okay, come so, on. Round one. So we can play this because we can answer each other. We can ask each other questions so we can be competitive in this, right? Okay. But I'll go first to begin the round so you know what's going sure. on. Right. Okay. So the first round is true or false. True or false. Right. We're going to do this four times, four rounds, four questions each, right? Okay. And every question you get right, so you I'll can ask, win seconds. I ask you a question first. I'll ask you a question first. You're going to be blue, oh, okay. and I'm going to be green on this grid. I'm just going to show that to the camera. Right? Looks like a little bit like a snooker uh, triangle, doesn't it? With uh, it does. Uh, with uh, eight if, divots. If you had very small shot glasses, you could have all little yeah. shot glasses. As I that. say, it's all plastic moulded because there's not much to it but questions. But they've given you a nice. It's visually, yeah. it's all right. And, and a clock. You and get a, a timer clock. for you the get end. A timer. So it's like an egg timer with a shit bell, but yeah. It's there. It's there. So, here we go. First round, true or false? Eli, here's your first question. Now, there's a load of these, so you can just pick any one you want. Okay. But once you've asked one question, put it to the bottom of the back. Okay. Right. So, true or false? Indian ink comes from China. True or false? you got two options. True or false? Does false. Indian ink... False. Indian ink came from China. False. It is true. Fuck off. So I hate no, this already time for you. This is stupid. Right, you're, no, this is, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the common tactic of Eli to say everything's shit when he's losing. I'm just looking through these. Yeah, no, you take your fucking time, mate. Hmm. Come on! True or false? <laughs> I know that bit. True or false, Paul? True or false? True or false, yes. Uh, a Morello. Yeah. A Morello. Morello. Yeah. Is a pair. Uh, True or False. False. Fuck off. Ah, hey! Four seconds on me cock. You, you on cheated. On me cock. Right, put it to the bottom. Like we can see on the thing, you glance down no, at the card. No, stick it on the bottom. Right, next one. True or false for Eli? Question two of four. Right. A Barbican was a castle. True or false? True. Oh, you're right. Aye, four seconds. Four seconds on the clock for put, you. I'm moving oh, up there. I'm moving not a up. lot in the will, Debbie. You're going to get not a lot. <laughs> Love that guy. Right. Uh, you asked me a question. Now, ah. 
Here true we go. or false? True or false, yeah. This is question two of four. Here we go. True or false, Paul? Right. Woo! A Talbot. A Talbot. Is a type of sheep. That is false. It is. Yay! Eight what, seconds. What is a Talbot, I wonder? I, I thought it was a fish. That's a turbot. Well, there you go. Would have been wrong if you'd said, is it a fish? Right, question three for Eli out of four. Here we go. True or false? A female badger is called a sow. True or false? True or false, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a female badger is called a sow. <laughs> oh, I don't know true, what he's going to do. True. It is true, true, Mr. Silverman. You can go up to eight, eight seconds. seconds. There we go. Right. Uh, this is my third question now for Mr. Silverman. Now, I'll just take a card out. To Here we go. Paul, Congratulations uh, on how you're doing so far. Okay, I'm enjoying it. We're, both, uh, we're doing very well. Level pegging. We're pegging each other well. We're pegging each other. And I'll be fisting Air docking. Air docking, yeah. Okay. Christ. Come on. Marlowe. Yes. Paul. Marlowe. Marlowe wrote Edward II. Oh, true. True. Yeah. Hey, Hey. 14 seconds for Mr. Gannon. Stick it down there. I'll take a top card off. This is my last true or false. This is your last true or false. Hit me with it. Right. Come on. Right, okay. Uh, Here we go. Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday in French. True. True or false? True. True. Congratulations. That gives you 14 seconds. No, there. Why don't you know that? It's simple. Even It's even written listen, on it listen. where to put it. Yeah, well, this tactic comes out, does it? Right, my, is, it my, is it my last question now? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. All right, this is your chance to cement the lead. Yeah, there we go. Cement it with your... Come on, Mr. Silverman. Spodge, George. Spodge to George. <laughs> George is a spodgy. Come on, I'm doing this. Oh, George is a spodgy. Come on. Fuck, you're annoying. You really are annoying. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ooh. Polo balls are made from willow. True or false? False. True. Oh, so at the end of that, it means we're, we both have won 14 seconds each. Strike it, Rich. Right, now on to the next three rounds, which are one in three, right? Slightly different this. So what? So with these questions, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a question. Only one of them out of the three is right. Okay. Spot the right answer. Okay, cool. Give it to me. In bingo, what is the Brighton line? Is it 29... 39 or 59. In bingo, what is the Brighton line? Oh, fun. 59. Is correct. Yay! Yay. Bong, you go up to 20. Hello. I intuited it. Here we go. My question now. Here is a question for you, Paul. The first of your one in three style questions. Mm. As what was Inigo Jones, Inigo Jones, right, famous? One, architect. Two, Gardener, three, painter. Uh, what know. was Inigo Jones famous for being? As what was he famous for being? I'm, I'm going to say architect. Yeah. yeah. 20 seconds on he, the clock. Uh, he designed the roof of the National Gallery, didn't he? Oh, I did not know and, that. And uh, Covent Garden, I believe, is Inigo Jones. Okay, so this is the second question of three. My second, yeah. My yeah, second, second three and one three. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Du, 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 what does the word lager mean? Does it mean stored, beer, or cellar? What does the word lager mean? Stored, beer, or cellar? That's good, isn't it? Yeah. I think it makes you think, done nah. it. 
Now, I'll tell you a bit of my re- reasoning here. Why Paul. don't you? We've got all Lager- the time in the <laughs> fucking world to hear your ponderous musings. Lager is cold brewed. That, right. was the, that was the breakthrough. They do it, they cold brew it. Okay. So, larders are cold. Right. What was the other two answers? Beer. I don't think it's beer. So, you got stored beer cellar. Stored. No, I think it's cellar. Cellar. So, you say cellar. The answer is stored. Shit. I didn't know that log even meant anything. Yeah. There you go. So, did I. Eli, my second of uh, three, three questions. Are you ready? Yes. Where do... Yes. Or where do... Where do... Where do... Mm. The Dayak people live. Right. Where do, Paul? Where do where the Dayak people do, live? Where, where do, do the, the Dayak, Dayak people live? Where do the Dayak people live? Yeah. Uh, one. Is it Brazil? Two. Burma. I think it's got a different name these yeah. days, doesn't it? Uh, or Borneo. Where? Yeah. Paul, where? Mate, you take so long <laughs> to fucking do it that I forget the question. <laughs> Just read I it out. Where I was. Read it out where? simply. <laughs> where, Paul? Yes. Where? Just I know. <laughs> Please just get to the other words in that where sentence. Where do? Where do, Paul? Oh my God! <laughs> Take a beat and then just read it all in where one go. Where do the dyke people live? One Brazil, two Burma, three Borneo. Borneo. Yes. Excellent. I knew it was the way I said it, wasn't it? Now, is this your second of these being answered? Have you answered two of these already? I've answered two. Yes, yeah. and I've just done two. So yeah. now it's the third it's round. The third round. Now, what makes this one different? Just oh. this one round. You've sprung this is that on me. If you get what? it right, you go up one space as you normally would. Oh, as I normally if you would. get it wrong, go you go back one. Back one. That's only That's on it. this one next question. Okay. All right. So here we go. Eli. It's an important question for me, Paul. Right. Where? <laughs> Where do? Come on, mate. Hit right. me with it. How many funnels does the QE2 have? One, two, or three. How many funnels does the QE2 have? Three. One, two, or three. Three. The answer is one. Fuck off. 14 seconds. Uh, right. So you asked me a question now, Mr. Silverman. I hope you get this wrong, Paul. I honestly do. Because I'm currently on 30 seconds You'd and you're on up. 14. Right. Paul. Yes. Where? 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 God almighty. <laughs> where? Yes. Would you find... Where would you find, Paul? Oh, my God. <laughs> <What> is, <laughs> this is actually painful to experience. Okay, sorry. Where would you find a pastern? Right. One, in a kitchen. Two, on a horse. Right. Three, on armor. A what? Uh, armor. Armor. On armor. A-R-M-O-R. On armor. What's wrong with you? Why oh, don't you understand I don't know. Me? Maybe it's because your chicken fillet lips face can't my fucking say words. My chicken fillet lips. <laughs> can't say words. <laughs> Without fumbling into Pass the Pass it fat. by the time banks, big <laughs> boy. So, Where? <laughs> right, the answer's kitchen. No. What is it? On a horse. Oh, well, there we go. So at the end of that. We didn't manage. 20 seconds, 14 seconds. We didn't get anything. No. I thought we might have given ourselves a boost. Come on. Right, we're going into the final round now, okay? So the d- final d- round is, there are three categories. Entertainment, general knowledge, geography and history. Here's Ooh. what's going to happen. There are three rounds you've got to get through. It's entertainment and sports. Yeah, that's, that's the a, trouble. That's a, it's a strange mix. Yeah. You can just call it general knowledge. I think we'll go for general knowledge. No, you shall have we? to do all three. Oh. But you can do it in any order. So basically, the first round is you have got to get five questions right. In the time allotted. Yeah. And then if you get through those five, then you have to get six right in whatever time you've got left. And then you have to do seven right oh. in whatever time you've got it's left. It's quick fire. It's you have quick to ask fire. Them quick. Right? Right. Who's going to go to the. So each round, 
five, six, and seven is a category. So you can pick whatever category you want to start for the first round. So you want to do general entertainment and sports, get them down quick, or do you want to do, and we're going to do this by whoever's taken out the most oh, likes at the, the end. All the questions are all on one of those. You have to answer all of them. On five questions on entertainment, then six questions on general knowledge, then seven on geography and history, if that's the order you decide to do it in. Yeah, okay. But so I here's how we're going to judge. choose the order. Yeah. yeah. So here's okay. how we're going to judge this. At the end of our finals, this round now, whoever's taken out the most likes wins. Okay. Okay. So theoretically, the most you can turn out is 18. 18. That's the top score, yeah. 18. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Do you want to go I'm first? I'm ready. I'll go. Yeah. So here's the timer. I'm going to set it to 20 seconds. Uh, 14 is seconds. Oh, no. Right. That's just over 14 seconds. Okay. What's one, what category do you want to go for first? Geography and history. Geography and history. History and geography. So here's how this works, right? How many questions you got on that card? Here's how this works. Uh. This category is famous men. I'm going to read out a bunch of names, and you've got to tell me if the answer to that name, the person is a soldier, a sailor, or a cleric, right? Fuck. So if I said Pope, you'd say cleric, cleric yeah. right? Got you ready? Yeah. We're going to try and... You have to knock each one down I'll as you go, down all as right? Go, yeah. Here we go. I'm going to move this out of the way Flick here. Flick them over. You've got 14 seconds to get as many as you can. Well, I only have to get five, and then you stop the clock, right? Yeah, you only got to get five. Yeah. Right, ready? When you're ready, what say... What are the categories? Cleric? Soldier? Sailor, cleric. That's it. That's okay, it. Okay, soldier, sailor, cleric. Soldier, sailor, cleric. Got it. Tell me when you want me to go. Go. Kitchener. Soldier. Yes. Collingwood. Soldier. No. Sir Richard Grenville. Uh, sailor. Yes. John Churchill. Cleric. Cramner. Cleric. Yes. Those two are both right. Uh, Sir John Thomas More. Uh, cleric. Yes. Stop the clock. Oh, that took you 10 seconds. Cool, I've got 10 seconds left. So you got five down. Now we'll go up to six. Yeah, and you've got to put six down. As many as you can in six seconds, but what category do you want to do it in? Well, I'm not going to get any more time, am I? I'm not going to have another go after Just get this. as many as you can in six. So I want entertainment. Uh, no. Because the thing is, I'm thinking of entertainment. If it's a sport question... Well, let me tell you, this isn't a sport question. Oh, I'll go for that. Oh, no, it is actually. Fuck, sorry. Yeah. Let, me find you a, let me find you an entertainment question, yeah? That's a bit cheaty, isn't it? Why don't yeah, I just I do don't. general knowledge? Do you want to do general knowledge? Yeah, that's All what right. I mean. Okay, general knowledge then. Yeah. First card I pull out. Authors. All right. All right? All right. I'm going to give you a name, and you have to tell me if that name wrote a thriller, science fiction, mm. or a children's book. Okay. Okay. A seven. You've got six lights on the board. Quick. I'm going to do this. And you've got about five seconds left, judging by this ropey clock. So, so you science up. fiction, children's, or thriller? Thriller, yeah. sci-fi, okay. kids. Yeah. All right? Tell me when you want it to start. Uh, go. I was them off. Sci-fi. Yes. Roger Hargreaves. Thriller. Yes. Desmond Bagley. Thriller. Yes. Arthur C. Clarke. Sci-fi. Yes. Oh, that's it. Ah. So you got 10 in all. You said Roger Hargreaves. What did you say for Roger Hargreaves? Thriller. Yeah, it was children, so put one back up. Oh, that was my fuck mistake. Off. Yeah. I, so yeah. you got nine. Hargreaves is Mr. Men. Mr. Isn't Men, it? Yeah. yeah. So you got nine. Nine in total. In all. Not too bad. Not too bad. Now, come on. Now, it's I have you've 20 got more seconds. seconds. You've got more seconds than me to start with, didn't you? Yeah. Pass so the me, timer over, so Paul. Me, I just want to say to you, good luck. I'm just going to put a little over 20 seconds okay, on this. Because I gave you a little over 14 okay, by a considerable margin. I know. Thank you. This all is right, fun, isn't it? I like this. Yeah. So stop and start buttons, all you need to worry about. I'm going right, to go. Let's move these triangles out of the way. All right, yeah. We don't need them no more. We've dealt this. with the triangle timekeeping no business. More. Right, here we go. 
So I'm going to go with You'd general fl- knowledge. Got your flicking finger ready. Yeah, I'm going to go with general knowledge first to see if I can clear the five. Okay. So, so you're going to yeah, scream me general knowledge. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Okay, Paul, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. Tell me when you want to... S- What's the... Well, no, tell me the question in the category and everything before oh, you set sorry. the timer off, yeah. otherwise I am fucked. Okay. It's going to take you 30 seconds to read it out. Paul? Yes. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a, a question set entitled... In an English country garden. Right. Uh, and that's where, what What do you do in an English country garden? Wank. No, Wank. no you pull down your pants, pants and exterminate the ants. Exterminate the country garden. Exterminate the ants. Sex up a bee and then you do a little wee. wee in an English country garden. Bees. Jump um, in the pool and fill it full of gruel in an English country garden. Are you Get ready? a vicar on his knees, give him what he wants oh, to please. Blowing, off a, blowing off a vicar. Garden. He's gone to blowing off a vicar. Take the bishop by his knob, pull it till <laughs> it really throbs. Then you take a mouthful of the bishop's gruel. <laughs> what do you do when you want Paul, to have a insist. poo in an English Paul, country I insist. garden? I insist yeah. that you cease. Cease that. All right, I'll stop. So it's... Uh, Pull down your go- pants and exterminate the, the ants. ants. In an English country garden. Now, the first question we, I can't read, because it says, what do you do when you pull down your pants? Right, okay. And you said suffocate, so you would have got that wrong, because it's right, exterminate. So what is it? The round... What is this <laughs> rambling fucking... <laughs> what type of plants oh, are shit. the following? You've got three answers, right. possible answers. These could be trees, right? shrubs... Oh, this is really going to be flowers, fucking hard. Or flowers, yes. Trees, shrubs. Or flowers. Flowers. Okay, and I'm just going to go through them, and you are trying to get five in a row for this first bit, yeah? All right, five, Now, yeah. you tell me when to start. Go. Uh, Don't fucking go. <laughs> uh, and then wait two seconds, and then turn press it, up it a bit. Turn I it up again. It's fine, sorry. There's a lot of pressure on the Games There's Master. There's no pressure. You're just Paul Daniels useless. was a talented magician. He could do things with lots of different fingers. Don't press it until I say. Okay. Right, trees, so shrubs, flowers. Yeah. Right, good. Go. Clematis. Flower. No. Go on, next. Cypress. Tree. Yes. Go on. Labella. Tree. No. Gladioli. Flower. Yes. Hydrangea. Flower. No. Shrub. Pass. Poplar. Flower. No. Next. Rowan. Shrub. No. God. Marigold. Flower. Yes. Magnolia. Yeah, flower. Yes. Stop. You cheated your ass. I didn't cheat. I was just shouting things out. Just how many, how much time have I got left? Almost nothing. (laughs) Stop turning it up. I turned it up for you twice. Oh, fuck off. Right. So I've got to get yeah, shit. I'm now. sorry. The flower question came out, and you did very poorly. I on did that. do very poorly <laughs> on that, but you wouldn't have done much better. I fucking would. Do it. Do the whole question for me. All right. Yeah. Rowan. Tree. Marigold. Flower. Mar- magnolia. Flower. No. Yes, Azalea. Tree. No. Fuck off. They're both shrubs. There, you're Juniper. a Juniper. I don't want no shrubs. Tr- Strub. I don't want no shrub. A shrub is a bush that can't that get can't... no love from me. It's a plant. Joshing on the diamond. <laughs> I don't know. Joshing up the bishop. I've got to try and get four in the next however long I've got left okay. on the clock. All right, and I'm going to go with entertainment and sport. Okay. And I bet it's a fucking sport. No, person. we're going to. You did that. You did me that. I did. You do you that. So I'm going to pick you an entertainment one. Right. Okay. Good. Thank you. Ah, oh, this would be a good one. Yeah, you got one. Songs. Oh, songs. All right, okay. Who sang the following? Could be. Right. Well, who would be the most 
the oh. most typical of all the rock canon? Like Michael Jackson? No, come on. Beatles? He, yeah, one. Stones? Or Kinks? No. Who's big? Beach Boys? Who's big? Rock and roll? The King? Elvis? Yes. So Elvis, Beatles. Elvis, Beatles or Stones? Elvis, Beatles, Stones. All right, and their song okay. titles, yeah? Here we go. How many do you have to get over? I have to get four at least to tie. Yeah. Are you ready? Go. Honky Tonk Woman? Stones? Yes. Day Tripper? Beatles? Yes. In the Ghetto? Elvis? Yes. Brown Sugar? Stones? Yes. There, it's over. That's exactly four. Oh. What do you want to do? do you We've do got one? to pay the tiebreaker, don't we? Remember? What's the tiebreaker? We can't keep asking each other questions until one of us gets one wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? It was in the rules. Uh, I don't know. What does it say in the rules? How about then? It's like sudden death. So uh, you ask you a question, you get it right, I have to get my one right. Do you see what I mean? Or if you get it wrong... And I get it right. I, you know, sudden death. It's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, it doesn't actually have a contingency for if everyone's got a same score at the end. Should we just call it a draw? Do you want to call it a draw? Or do you draw? want to have a win? I don't mind. I want to win. All right, let's do it I then. I want to win. It's, it's sudden death. True or false sudden death, yeah? All right, true or false sudden death. Okay, you ready? I'll, I'll tell you what, draw a card each and we just read everyone off that card. It has to be that card. Yeah. Unless we've had it earlier today. Yeah. Which it might. Right, shocked, this is what we're doing. We're going down to brass tacks. It's a penalty shootout. Here, I'm fanning the cards I'm in gonna... a similar to way that Paul Daniels might when he was doing a magic Not a trick. lot! <laughs> right, I've got my card. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. cool. So who want, uh, you go first, so I have to read the question because it's always been you go first, then me. So here we go. True or false? The chemical symbol for silver is HG. True. It's false. Fuck. I win. No, you don't. No, what? you Do don't I have to get win. this right? You have to get this right. right. Okay. Bournemouth is in Hampshire. Is false. Yeah. I win. You win. Hey. Hey. Every second counts. Well, you know what? Well done. That that's was, not that's a bad right. version of a TV board game. It's all right, but you know, you might as well just play Trivial Pursuits or yeah. something. I mean, but it's got a timer. It's and fine. The count, it's all fine. Down thing. It, and if it you, could be distracting at Christmas for a day and a yeah. half. Maybe. And if you want to bring the the joy of every second counts home, if that's your favourite quiz show of the eighties, then there you go. Perfect board game, isn't it? It's, it's perfect right. for you, for all, all the right. family. And I've had fun because I've won. You won and again. Eli, as I presumed, lost deeply and I embarrassingly. Didn't lose deeply. I've, I've never known a... such a big failure. <laughs> I've never seen such I'm, a big I'm not going to take this. Yes, I'm John Cunnyhall. I'm, I'm not... having that character. You're yes, not having that character. I'm, you're John Cunnyhall. Paul, I am John That's all he did. I am John Cunnyhall. I am John Cunnyhall. I am John Cunnyhall. I'm John Cunnyhall. I am John Cunnyhall. May the real Jim Stan Cunnyholes. <laughs> May the real Stan Jim Cammyhole. John please, please. Cunnyhole, please stand up. First person stand up is a wanker. Aha, you win. I lost. What? My brain's gone. <laughs> totally has. Well, let's wrap up this segment. Please then we're going to say goodbye to everybody. That's been a Gun's Gone game Gun's Gone week. game. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to support us on the Patreon page we have for our podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And, and if give you get what exactly you can. the right amount, you get hot frottage, hot oil frotto. That's right, Eli will come to your house like a, unbeknownst to you. Like a mad Freddo frog bumping down the there he lane. goes. There he goes. I'm pumping along down Eli's the lane. Eli's massive oh, verbal fishing adventures off for frotto. another fucking He's frotto session. the frog. He's frotto the frog. He casts he'll... his net hot into frottage. the garbage It's land a hot oil frotto. Of words. 
hot oil frottage. And dregs up whatever That's it. That's all I stupid I finished. collection I finished. of vowels, consonants, assonance. Frodo. Whatever it needs, I syntax needed to say words that I've... he thinks amuse, but ultimately are tiresome blobbits. <laughs> I don't know what blobbits are. You do not know I've what got blobbits are. I've got Eli's syndrome. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we very much appreciate any support you can give us so, on Patreon. Thank you That's very how we much. So we got this this uh, it is. vintage board game. All helps pay for the website and the upkeep and, you know, debt management. Yeah. Right, so uh, what else do we do? Uh, nothing. Email us, thecheapshow at gmail.com about anything you like, really. A Tales from the Dance Floor, Tales from the Shop Floor, an observer- observation. Will they be able to see photos of the LPs that we covered and also this board game on yeah. our website? Where is that? That is thecheapshow.co.uk where you can see pictures that accompany this episode. Uh, what else? On social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Tumblr and all that kind of stuff, but you can also find us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is... Eli Snoy, D-L-I-S-N-O. OID is the spelling. And uh, that's it. We're going to keep things nice and chill between now and episode 200. Which is going to be a big deal, baby. It's going to be a big deal, baby. And we're going to give you facts as they emerge over the coming weeks. But basically, clear your diary early October, Friday night. We're going to pick a date and we're going to do a live recording on Twitch and other wacky things. Right, and that's it then for Cheap Show this week. See you again next week. We love you loads. Thank Take you. Care, Thanks everyone. for listening, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hello. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>